talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome. Thank you for joining us. Delighted to be spending our Saturday with you. I've got a great show for you today, as always. You can find us... Well, you can find us uh, on Twitter for a live hashtag tech radio, and you can listen to our archives on iHeartRadio, the WS Radio Network, of course, uh, TuneIn and all the others. So, Wade, uh, do we have Mark? Hello? Okay, yeah, we had an issue. I don't know what was going on. Hopefully you can hear me now. Uh, Wade, so what did the people hear? Can you help us? Marsha, hello. There we go. Let me open up my mic. Um, Mark's uh, channel went dead for some reason. Uh, can you not hear him? I can hear uh, him now. And I can hear you guys, so okay, I'm sorry uh, to the apologize. audience. All right. Sorry, everybody. I wow, told everybody. Wow, we don't know what happened just there. Everything went Hashtag crazy. Tech Radio on Twitter. I'm following you. Tweet to us during the show. Uh, the show and thank you, uh, Jim Katzman and Uncle Bill, for tweeting already. We love to hear from you. Yes, and welcome. So, Marcia, you can hear me, okay? I can hear you, Kay. Okay, this good. Wow. Live. Let's. Yeah. There you there, go. Well, well no, we got we, a lot of hey. great stories this week, right? So. Oh yeah, I hope so. A little disorganized today, so sorry about that. Uh, yes. Uh, okay. So getting right back to where we were. Uh, the uh, coronavirus, or they now call the COVID-19 virus. What, what have you got on that? Well, you had something about a show being canceled. A show being canceled. Yeah. Yeah. You, wow. I'm okay, sorry. So. I, yeah, I'm way behind on everything today, Mark. Yeah, you'd given me a story which I thought was kind of interesting. That Facebook oh, you're talking about Sony. the game development. I'm sorry. I thought yeah. you meant the uh, television show being canceled. Oh, Yes. No, the uh, Facebook, there's a gaming show that ha takes place up in San Francisco, and Facebook and Sony, they haven't canceled the show, but Facebook and Sony uh, is skipping the game developers conference because they're concerned about their employees going and traveling at this time, even though it's in San Francisco. Um, they do have some uh, of their employees in China, but um, yeah, they've pulled out sadly, and it's going to be a much smaller show. It's from March 16th to March 20th, and again, they will still have uh, the show going on, but a lot of people won't be attending. But Only I wonder how many more people are going to pull out because Mobile World Congress, as you know, t got totally canceled. Right. And it's terrible, and it's really starting to hit, hit tech's bottom line. I was reading an article in Recode that was saying, obviously, so many people have been infected, and it's, it's be, been a big thing, but there are so many factories overseas, and all the major tech companies, Apple, Google, Facebook, Amazon, Microsoft, have restricted employee travel to China, and I know that Huawei uh, isn't having them go the other way. Right. So, you know, they're asking workers to return from China and work from home. And I was reading, you know, remember Walter Jennings, who used to work for Huawei. Uh, he was talking about how Hong Kong is having a whole new work-from-home economy because nobody is going out and nobody is going to work. So right. 
you know, that that's pretty scary. And if you remember, we were getting regular reports from Sean Upton. Right. His videos, well, there wasn't one this week. And Sean is okay. But, you know, stuff's going on there. And China is not crapping around when it comes to, to you know, being sure that uh, it's not going to spread. I mean, they're serious about this. Uh, as a matter of fact, President Xi Jinping expressed gratitude to the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation because they actually donated $100 million for the global response to the outbreak. I mean, $100 million? That's a lot the, of money. The, that's, that's a lot of money. And uh, then also... The supply chain is falling backwards. Where are your gadgets made? I mean, do you have that right. story? That was that was interesting. Well, unfortunately, what's going on is that companies like Apple, for example, have already come out and said that they are unable to get certain parts that are made in China. Uh, I know that. Well, their uh, phones are made in China, so there's well, right, that yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, of course. You know, so it's difficult to get those parts. Um, you know, the uh, some of the car manufacturers, for example, Hyundai shut down their factory um, in South Korea, not because there was something going on in South Korea, but because they were unable to get the um, the, sh the parts they need from the plant from China. So that's become a real issue. A Nintendo Switch, for example, uh, is a gaming giant. It has some of their production in Vietnam. But again, all of these supply places are not able to supply them with what they need because of what's made in China. Most phones assembled in uh, Shenzhen or uh, also the iPhone uh, iPhone XR is made in China, the AirPod, uh, let's see, the AirPod Pros, and, oh, got a million other things, Samsung Galaxy the S10 Samsung made Galaxy in China. The Samsung Galaxy S10. Yeah, I mean, they're 4. made both from in Vietnam and the home country of South Korea, and as we know, South Korea, Vietnam are all getting involved Unfortunately, in the coronavirus, the PlayStation yeah, exactly. 4 from Sony, yeah, right, that. that's assembled yeah. in China, um, a lot Echo of the Dot. drones, the even the Amazon Echo Dot and other Alexa speakers. I mean, seriously, that that's at Foxconn. And speaking of Foxconn, you know that they own uh, Linksys now, too. So a lot of supply chain problems and the Tesla, of course. Right. Even though some are made in the U.S., they also have factories in Cal uh, China. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, there, yeah, there's a lot, of, a lot of terrible stuff going on now that is going to affect, uh, probably to some extent, the economy. Certainly in China's economy, uh, but there's a lot of stuff going on now, and it's been very, very difficult. Uh, okay, you, uh, you were going to talk about Elon and Bill Gates on electric vehicles. What was that? <laughs> okay, well, we just blasted through. <laughs> all that in four minutes <laughs> okay this, yeah, um, so sorry folks today is a complete disaster geez. sorry about this technical it's not problem, a disaster it's not a yeah, disaster mark we're yeah, going to make it right through yeah whatever so bill gates bought a porsche and was very excited he bought the new porsche taycan and he was very excited about it and he tweeted, and you know how you are when you get a new car. I guess even if you're a billionaire when you get a new car, <laughs> you just have to tweet about it, I guess, especially right. if you're a billionaire. Mm -hmm. And Elon Musk got a little snotty 
about the fact that he didn't get a Tesla Model S, which was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, he twe- uh, Elon tweeted about it. He suggested on Twitter that the use of turbo by Porsche is a misnomer. Um, and also, um, Musk announced Tesla would run a Model S around the track, uh, you know, to, to show you that Taycan is, is not a great deal. Right. But I got to tell you, um, I've been in a Model S, and it is a beautiful car. But the other, the Porsche Taycan, I've I went out and looked at it. I've sat in the Porsche Taycan. Yeah, it's a nice car. You can't compare the two cars. I mean, you're a billionaire. You can afford anything. The Taycan is a whole lot more money, $183,000 fully loaded, (laughs) versus the Model S, which to me, I don't like that giant tablet in the middle of the dashboard. I mean, to me, it just looks like somebody glued a tablet onto it. Yeah, it's a gigantic iPad. Right. It, it, but the Taycan has the display all across the dashboard. I right. mean, it's really amazing. And uh, Car and Driver compared the two, and actually, they liked the Taycan Turbo S, which is the car I, t- I tested, and as second place, mainly because... It's not as economical <laughs> as the Model S. Um, obviously, the Model S is cheaper. The Porsche is 5,246 pounds. But the steering on the car, they tested it and they said it's unbelievable. Uh, the car has 21-inch wheels, but I took – and I'll post pictures on my Instagram of the car – because they were absolutely amazing. And those wheels have 10 pistons in the brakes. How many pistons do your brakes have, Mark? Do you I know? wouldn't even begin to be able to tell you that. Don't have a clue. But whatever it is, it ain't 10. Probably not. Yeah, don't <laughs> have a clue. Probably not. Right. So, yeah, the data. Do we really care if 60 miles per hour in 2.4 seconds or 3.2 seconds? I mean, nobody cares. Well, guys um, care. I mean, it, your speed off zero to 60 is a big deal when you get a car. So if you're into cars and into fast cars, everybody cares about that, that likes that kind of stuff. Okay. So, you know, everybody looks at zero to 60 speed. Well, you know, the Taycan does not have as long a range as right. the Model S. But if you're Bill Gates, do you really care? I mean, what, he goes goes out to get hamburgers. <laughs> it's like, yeah, right, exactly. That, that's his driving. Um, supposedly there's a 134 mile difference in the two cars. So yeah, that makes a big difference, but I don't think your average person is going to be buying this $183,000 car. No, that's, that's definitely true. There's no question about that. So, oh, and, and, and it's really cool. I have to tell you the car and driver and I'll share the article shows where you plug it in to charge the take in. Well, to open it, they don't show the door that covers it, but to open it, you just wave your hand over it, and the little right. door goes, and you can plug it in. It, yeah. It's stunning. It's a Porsche. Um, yeah, it's beautiful I know Elon has a huge ego, but you just can't compare the look of the Model S 
to the Porsche. And, and let's no. face it, Porsche had more time to design it. Right, well, of course. Yeah. Yeah, but that's, that's Elon being Elon. You know, not yeah. everybody's going to love what you build or what you have. And... Well, but the Model S has been out for eight years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, and it hasn't changed. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, well, as a car guy, don't you care about stuff like that, too? Well, sure. But, you know, a lot of luxury cars don't change over time. Uh, you know, high-end cars tend to stay because of the cost involved in redesigning and model changes and such. They tend to remain relatively the same. Uh, you know, high-end cars like Bentley took eight or nine years before they changed the style, and they didn't dramatically right, that's change true. it. You know, that's so true. they don't they don't really do that with with high-end cars, Rolls Royces, things like that. If you look at a car, a Rolls Royce from five or six years ago, it won't look that different to you as no, that's you know, the true. New one. That's yeah, true. So, but if you so. take a look at the interiors of the cars, oh, which yeah, if beautiful. you're looking for a, a you know um, a luxury car, you're going to look at the interiors and. Right. I mean, Tesla really was the start to 60 mile per hour test. They only won by a tenth of a second. Right. <laughs> it's <just> like, <laughs> oh yeah, who cares? I can't tell anyway. you as someone who I was going to say. I can tell you that as someone who likes to drive a car quickly off the line, it is. I find it very aggravating to have a car that has I don't know 550 horsepower and a Tesla can beat you off the line. So that, that's insulting to most people who like <laughs> to be have fast cars. Now, once you're beyond that, you blow the Tesla away. But you know, there's uh, some funny videos you should Google if you want to see it. Tesla versus yeah. Ferrari, and uh, the Tesla beats the Ferrari off the line. So well, uh, yeah. even you have said. It needs to look good. Oh, and it does. I've been, I've been in both cars. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. The, the Porsche, oh, Porsche is a much nicer car. No, I've always car. said, as soon as they come out with an electric car that's pretty or that's hot-looking, I'm going to look at it. It is. But, Mark, yeah. you're going to just die to see it. Went, I went yeah. to the Porsche Experience down in Carson. Oh, and saw the car, and it's, it's just exquisite. Just yeah. exquisite. So, bravo, Porsche. Sorry. <laughs> Sour grapes, Elon. Yeah, whatever. All right, so uh, it's a good thing we so haven't had a, a breach. So you tell us about the MGM data breach because Jim well, it's was a good thing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we we haven't had a breach to talk about about in two right, hours, so right, right. why not? Apparently, uh, 10.6 million consumers who stayed at MGM resorts appeared online this week, uh, ranging from their home addresses, their contact information, their driver's license numbers, in some case, their passport numbers. And apparently nice, the real nice. Yeah, not wonderful. <laughs> Uh, apparently, the leak took place in July 2019. Uh, they were the customers were actually notified in August of 2019, and apparently, it was traced back to a misconfigured cloud server. And we don't really care why it happened, but it did happen. Uh, Doesn't not that first sound time. like a bunch of baloney to you? A yeah. misconfigured I, server, like really? Yeah, I mean, in 2018, Marriott reported a data hack involving 300 million people who stayed at the Starwood hotels. Uh, and frankly, there's not a lot you can really do about it. Uh, in the MG, in the MGM case, the only information you could change would be your phone number and your email address. Uh, you know, you're not going to change your passport numbers and all the things that happen. So, as we talked about before, your options are you can freeze your credit, and I think you did do that, didn't you? No, you know, honestly, I didn't. Because my credit companies are so on top of it, and I have right. LifeLock. Again, you've talked about it before. Tell people again oh, yeah. what LifeLock does. And they're not an advertiser. We've just no, known not, no. them since they founded the company. Yeah, I mean, I, years back, going back to KBC, I had the CEO, the the guy who went on and did a commercial saying, here's Mark, my social security number. we had him on this number. show. 
We had him on. No, this no, show. that was on KBC. But it no, was, we had him on this show too. <laughs> okay, I'll take your word for it. Uh, so the um, he he got on the sh- uh, on his commercial was here's my social security number. Do what you want with it, and basically they track. Everything that goes on, the dark web, the you know people trying to open your uh, new accounts, your social security number, uh, they will track everything and they will alert you and they will not allow someone. For example, years ago when this originally when I first got uh, LifeLock, I went to a store and they said, oh, we'll give you off 30% if you open our credit card. And I don't really like having multiple credit cards, but I went, okay, sure. And I filled out the application. Yeah, you don't they, do that anymore, do you? No, no, not at all. Neither do I. I. It's not worth the 20% or 10% off. Uh, no, you don't. Uh, and they, so they said, no, we're denying your credit card at whatever the store was. I said, no, that's not possible. It turns out that LifeLock blocked it because it, they were using my social security number and they said, no, you can't. We're not going to let you go through with this until you verify that your Social Security number is you and not someone else trying to use it. So they monitor everything, and from time to time, LifeLock will send you updates and alerts saying, um, you know, here, this is being used or that's being used. But it's a great service, and it's not that expensive. I can't quite remember uh, how long it is. But, um, yeah, it's a great service. So if you're looking yeah, for a Yeah, it's a great cool service. Tra- it's very, yeah. very important to do. So, did you have time? Oh, you've never had Time Warner Cable. So no, you, I have not. You weren't one, but you saw the ads from Time Warner Cable yeah. telling how fast their internet was back in the day, right? Yeah, for Well, sure. it seems there's been a three-year investigation, and L.A. District Attorney Jackie Lacey pursued this, and she was like a terrier. She just a little honey badger. She didn't stop because people weren't getting the internet speeds that they were promised. Right. So the story was, first of all, fraudulent advertising. And second of all, they remember we've also talked on this show about Doxis 3 modems and the new styles of modems that people mm-hmm. needed. Right. Well, it seems that the modems they were supplying people were old school and couldn't even couldn't even hold those speeds. Right. So it seems that Time Warner Cable customers at the time, now they're Spectrum, uh, but even if you're not with Spectrum now, who were given outdated modems will receive as much as $180. Yeah, that's a decent amount as these things go. Uh, All the money is going to be returned to Spectrum customers within 60 days as a one-time credit on their monthly Internet bill. Eligible subscribers will receive a one-time credit of about $90, according mm-hmm. to the district attorney's office. And basically, the settlement is $16.9 million. And I, I got to applaud Jackie Lacey for going after this. The people never end up getting the money. They always go into right. government slush funds. And this is great. I, I just bravo. Yeah, and Time Warner made forty-eight gazillion dollars, so right. you know, eighteen million bucks for them is peanuts. It doesn't mean a thing to them, and it, and they get off, you know, doing that. So unfortunately, but at least we get at least the consumers will get something out of this one, which oh. rarely actually happens. Finally, right? Finally. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I can't so wait. I, I may frame my bill that month. Ah. So just, oh, so you were Time Warner? Dog... Yeah, I was. With, I've been ta- with Time Warner since the beginning of time. Uh, now I'm with Spectrum Internet. I, I, right. They've always had my Internet because it's the fastest and most reliable. Right. And but is I it reliable? Enough. It's, it's flawless. Flawless. Okay, 
And no and throttling down of speeds or anything. None. Perfect. Yeah, that's right. And I knew at the time to request a Doxus 3 modem. I, yeah. I wouldn't let them hand me that other stinky little yeah, modem right. they tried to exactly. hand me. Yeah, no. So you have to be your own advocate. It's kind of like healthcare these days. Tech is Yeah, uh, exactly. exactly. So does your dog watch TV? You know, my my dog, which we lost a few years ago, which I love, as you know, uh, was a huge TV watcher. My two little ones now don't really. Every once in a while, they'll glance at the TV, but rarely. Well, I shared a story early this morning. Uh, cats, it seems, are much more into TV mm-hmm. than dogs are, mainly okay. because, you know, dogs have been domesticated a whole yeah. lot. And cats still have that little I'm going to pounce on that squirrel and eat it attitude. Right. So I read this article and I'm going, "Mm, maybe. And I tested it out. So there are channels on YouTube like Little Kitty and Family, Handsome Nature, and Videos for Your Cat. Okay. And I turned on the tablet and I set it in front of uh, Simba. Oh, my God. He was about ready to go to sleep, and all of a sudden, he is jumping around, and his eyes are darting from side to side, and he's pawing at the little screen. It was hysterical. I mean, they even have – there's one channel, Cat Games, that has Quidditch games, and but but it's all based on what cats would like, which I just thought that was – I know there's a dog channel. I've I've watched the dog channel before. Yeah, you Um, watched it. But I watched it. My dogs is, didn't, but I did. Well, I turned it on because I thought, what is this? And, you know, it's basically dogs running. Uh, and my dogs didn't care about it. But your cat liked it, huh? Unbelievable. I mean, and it's even been studied. The Best Friends Animal Society show, shows it in tablets where they keep the animals. Um, the Ohio State College of Veterinary Medicine um, says this, this is a thing. It taps into a feline hardwiring that uh, their predatory instinct is much intact. And Simba just went wild. So if you have a cat, turn on that YouTube, and they need a little exercise. What the heck? Well, are you going to get the cat VR that you put on your cat's head? that was hysterical. Uh, I'll tweet this out. But anybody who's listening, go to pvrr.tech. Yeah, this is interesting. That's a URL, pvrr.tech. And it's this whole beautiful website about little virtual, tiny little virtual reality headsets for cats. And they even show um, it's an initiative from the Zoos Victoria to keep pets indoors and away from native wildlife. And they have videos. They even have a 20-page white paper that you can download. Yeah. The thing supposedly has whisker sensors, ear straps. That's funny. That's really um, funny. And, but in the end, after you look at the whole thing, it is a spoof. It's kind of hysterical. And you need to take a look at it at pvrr.tech. If you love pets, it's when it says download the full research, I mean, they actually wrote a white paper with and then they say cat VR cardboard coming soon, you know, for the yeah. cats who can't afford the headset. <laughs> that was really funny. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. I, I love when people do stuff like that. That was uh, very enjoyable, fun to watch. And um, the whole theme of it is if you have a cat, you're not supposed to let them just go outside. They're no, supposed you to shouldn't. Be indoors. Simba That's has never walked out. outdoors on his own ever. So. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm in a neighborhood where there are coyotes, yeah. and every once in a while there are uh, we have mountain hawks. lions. You know, so yeah, you don't want to, we never let our pets out alone, and certainly never, you know, just wandering the neighborhood. So, so Mark, yeah, I don't know. Mark, what do Americans think of folding smartphones? Because this this struck me hard. This, yeah. Because I felt the same way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's very interesting. Apparently. 82%, there was a survey of 11,374 U.S. respondents that just took place February 6th through the 9th, so just a couple of weeks ago. And for do you plan to purchase a foldable smartphone? Yes, 2%. Undecided, 16%. 2%, mind you. 2%, 2%, yes. 2%. 82% said no, they were not going to do that. Uh, and the ones that were most likely to purchase it were between the ages of 45 and 54. Of those that were likely to purchase it, again, remember that number was 2%. So 45 to 54, 27% of those would purchase it uh, in the age 45 to 54. Uh, the least likely to purchase it is 18 to 24-year-olds, which is kind of interesting, I think, that you think, well, you know, younger kids, they're hip, they want the latest tech, they want all that stuff. They were the least likely. And uh, even greater, 65 plus, 13% said that they might use it so not a lot of people are planning you know all the hoopla and all the crap we've heard about on these folding phones the last couple of years turns out nobody really cares you know i you know? and i know this is terrible because i've actually had one in my hand and i've seen one i'm going to see another one i think i'm going to roll out in paris right. uh, next month but uh, truth is don't tell anybody but <laughs> i don't yeah. think i really care i really don't I mean, it was funny. Some of the things that they looked at, the greatest benefits of foldable phones, uh, social recognition, well, that was like nothing, 9% of but people. But you see, that's you, why people used to buy iPhones. Right. And that that was the deal, you know, because I have an iPhone, you know, because you get the poorest people in Africa. They'll have an iPhone 5, and it's a status symbol. But right. it isn't anymore. People don't care. No, it's very, very strange. I mean, if you care about compact, easy to carry, that was the, the, what they listed as the number one benefit. But you know what? My iPhone's pretty damn easy to carry, too. Uh, bigger screen, not much really bigger than the phone I already use. Maybe faster. I don't know. I, I don't think any of us any time soon are going to be buying those phones. Buy the week coming up. And thanks. Listen, we're coming back with part two. We'll try and carry over those stories, but we have so much to tell you. This is Marsha Collier, Mark Cohen, Kurt handling the Twitter feed, and Wade at WS Radio. We're at WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. We'll be back in five. Click to listen. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Can you help a newborn baby in need? Sometimes the blessing of birth becomes complicated and perilous. Miracle Babies is there to help. Miracle Babies helps moms and dads give their all to their struggling little baby, but still need more. When you give to Miracle Babies, you help them give more. More skin-to-skin -skin care, breast milk, and love. Go to miraclebabies.org and give right now. Be their miracle. 
I've heard this is like one of the best pizza spots in town. Yes, it is. I'll do a slice of pepperoni, slice of vegetarian. You got it. And I will pay for all of that in three days. In three days? <laughs> What's that mean? Well, wait, you accept credit cards. That money's not going to hit your account for three days anyway. I need my money quicker. At Chase, we hear you. With Express Funding, card payments are in your Chase account the next business day. Go to chase.com slash express funding. Chase for business, so you can. Compensated participation. All businesses are subject to credit approval. Not all clients are eligible for next business day funding and additional terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. You've heard me talking about Progressive Medical Center. They have helped me feel my best. And Dr. Goley, tell us a little bit about integrative medicine. Why is that such a big deal at Progressive Medical Center and how can that make me feel better? Integrative medicine is just good medicine. It's combining the best of traditional medicine, nutritional medicine, natural medicine, and really helping the patient get to the root cause so they can take control of their health and really make an impact to improve not only their energy, their vitality, and just their overall outlook on their health and their life. I procrastinate for a long time before I finally made an appointment. So why should someone not delay and go ahead and get set up and come see you guys? Any journey begins with that first step. And that first step means making a decision to recognize that there's something wrong with you. Whether you have fatigue, inappropriate weight gain, not sleeping well, not concentrating, all of these issues, you can get to the root cause. So many of us here at The Fish have gotten help from Progressive Medical Center. So why don't you find out more from them today? Go to ProgressiveMedicalCenter.com. This is your life. Live it well. I raised $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The World Link program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. Tired of presentations with no impact, no inspiration, and no traction? Do dull speakers have you and your team disengaged and distracted by smartphones? Christopher McCullough brings energy, insights, and two decades of experience delivered with punch, humor, and heart. Your team will leave energized, uplifted, and with a sense of purpose. Visit ChristopherMcCullough.com to bring some heat to your next speaking engagement. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. ChristopherMcCullough.com. 